Hi, welcome to the Way to Wellness podcast. I'm Angela Shack, and I'll be your host today for our topic on building resilience. You know, over the past nine months, we've all been experiencing this disruption in our daily lives due to the pandemic. I'm approached by many parents who ask the question, how will my children be impacted emotionally from all this stress, from all the changes and traumas that have occurred? One of the factors that will help us answer that question is resilience. Resilience helps us get through stressful times, but people are not born with resilience and it's not something that occurs automatically. Resilience is developed over time as we experience all the events in our lives. As we're growing, we're interpreting everything that happens, either feeling supported or unsupported, either feeling safe and connected to others or threatened and disconnected. This contributes to how a person reacts when they're faced with difficult situations. That's why we all have different responses to stress and adversity, like the pandemic that we're currently experiencing. Children who have experienced supportive adults and environments feel safer and have a sense of belonging, so they usually have more resilience to get through tough times. The good news is you can always continue to build resilience, and parents and other caring adults can help build resilience in children by helping them feel safe and connected so that they can better deal with stressful events in their lives. The research shows that the one thing in common that people have is that they had a caring, committed relationship with a supportive parent or caregiver or other adult. Based on the science, here's how it works. All people are born with two basic needs, feeling safe and feeling connected to others. It starts when babies cry because they're hungry or hurt, when a parent or caring person picks up the baby and offers food or comfort, this begins that pattern of feeling safe and connected. Throughout our childhood, adults have either responded with support or without support. This will impact the way you or your children react and behave when faced with challenges. This isn't to say that a parent shouldn't correct inappropriate behaviors that they're seeing with their children. That's all part of teaching. But it will be important to teach the child in a safe, caring way. Here are some strategies that focus on safety and connection to continue to build resilience, specifically in children. Safety is a primary and primal need for everyone. If you can promote feelings of safety for yourself and your children, this is going to continue to build resilience. For example, making sure that you know where basic needs are going to be met, such as when and where to get meals, knowing that your home is safe, knowing that you're going to be doing everything possible to keep yourself and your children safe during this time and other times. While you cannot promise that you will never get sick, You can reassure your children and do all you can to stay healthy and well. Knowing what to expect reduces stress for kids and adults. Also, look for ways to feel connected to others. 
Look for ways to increase positive interactions and experiences for yourself and your family. It's hard to spend all of your time doing this, but you can look for small opportunities throughout the day when you can comfort yourself or comfort others with a hug or gentle words, such as, we're going to get through this together. Connection can be as simple as a smile or a nod to let others know that you're noticing them and listening to what they're saying. Those in the profession of child development compare this to the game of tennis and call it a return and a serve. Children will try to connect by hitting a ball to you, and they're waiting to see if the ball will be returned. When kids get the response, otherwise known as the return, they know that their thoughts and feelings were heard and feel like others understand. You can imagine that if you were playing a game of tennis and the other person rarely returned the ball, you'd probably want to stop playing. Another way to return the serve, so to speak, is to acknowledge what you see for yourself and for your child. Pay attention to what you're feeling and what they're feeling. Try not to judge those behaviors or feelings. For example, if your child were looking worried and you might try to reassure them by saying, oh, don't worry, everything's going to be just fine, the child might think, gee, that person doesn't even understand why I'm worried. So the statement didn't offer safety or connection. It would be better to take a moment to ask, how are you feeling? What's going on? It may be hard for some children to express how they feel, so you may have to just describe what you're seeing. I see that you've been looking out the window several times, and your breathing is getting faster. It looks like you might be feeling worried. Is that how you're feeling? This can help children label their feelings and help you better understand and respond in a way that addresses the concern and helps them feel safe and connected. This builds resilience in children, and it's similar in adults as well. So when you're feeling upset or worried, labeling that feeling, expressing that to someone who will be supportive, those are the things that you can do to continue to build resilience for yourself. This is just a small look at ways to build resilience. But remember, it's the many small things that add up to make a big difference. Resilience is built over time. So give yourself and give your children time and look for those opportunities to give support and acknowledge those feelings and look for ways to comfort yourself and others. And like most things, it's never too late to get started to improve your health and wellness. So until next time, stay safe on your way to wellness. Thanks for listening today.